Welcome to episode three of That Classical Podcast. This time, the cello. Cello from the other side. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode three. Yo, welcome back. Welcome um, back to episode all three. Our we've missed you. We've missed you. Um, <laughs> this episode, we're going to be doing something slightly different. Um, we're going to be talking about the cello today. Yes, we are. We're starting a little series where we're going to take mm. you through the orchestra, basically. We're going to... By the hand. Lead you by the hand like a child. By the ears. Oh. oh. No, 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 but not in the way that they used to do it, like, like punishing. Drag. Yeah, no. It's not a punishment, guys. Let's make that clear. You haven't done anything wrong. Lead you by the ears, but in a nice way. Mm. Uh, we're going to, this week, take you through some pieces that are some a bit more well-known, some a bit less known by the cello. <laughs> and in future, we're not going to do it on a necessarily on a regular basis, just sort of... Whenever we feel like it, we're yeah. going to dip into the orchestra, sure. pick an instrument and tell you about it, basically. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, we can start right now, really, can't we? Let's tell them. The Chell. Um, oh. Just to give you a bit of uh, background information, guys. Y'all been writing cello wrong for years. <laughs> for years. years. Um, I'll tell How you why. How have they been writing cello So wrong. basically, the, the actual full word is violoncello. <laughs> And you have to say it like that. Yes. Every time you say it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so basically, because it's it's been abbreviated, guys. So actually, in front of the C of cello, you're meant to put an apostrophe. Right, no, but sorry, no. no. This is this no. is so, like, anal. That's the same, as people, who rules, write, the same as people who write apostrophe phone, because it's an abbreviation of telephone. Yeah, that's just dumb. No, like, people do that. Exactly. No, 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 but phone is a word in its own right. Like, I'm sure of it. Cello is a word in its own right now. It's an abbreviation that's turned into a real word. Don't listen to Kelly. She doesn't know anything. But if you want to impress at a dinner party, <laughs> you tell people that fact. You tell them. Anyway. Um, so, violoncello. There we go. Uh, the cello has four strings, guys. It's C, G, D, and then A. So they're tuned in fifth. So basically, they're five notes apart each. Um, nice. And the, well, I, I, I read this uh, the other day. Apparently, the cello, some people say... Is the instrument that sounds most like the human voice? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I mean, I can't. It, can you? It does. Can you? It's sort of like wait, a, whoa, whoa, a whoa. whoa! There's only one way to determine <clears throat> this. Chris, do a cello impression, and yeah. then we can see if your voice sounds closest to the cello. <laughs> we flipped it on its head. That works. Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, Go on. That's actually really good. Nailed That's it. really good. Nailed it. Hold on, wait, let me, let me have a what's, go. What's yours? <laughs> 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 no. no. You're, okay, no. so we found the cello no. does not sound like <laughs> Kelly's human voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe the bassoon. I don't know. A shrill, shrill, broken bassoon. <laughs> that's that's, that's um, I'm glad we sorted that one, guys. Um, yeah, so um, also just a fun fact, not all cellos um, have four strings. Well, a Baroque cello, so super old one. <laughs> really old cellos, um, yeah. They used to have five strings. Um, and interestingly, people like Bach, um, very famous composer Bach, wrote um, things for the cello for the Baroque cello. So nowadays it's quite difficult to recreate them without having a five string. Mm. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, I'm not going to talk about it now, but do Google Amaryllis Fleming, who is, incidentally, or was, the uh, the half-sister <laughs> <She did. laughs> half of Ian Fleming. Because everyone's related. The dude, the dude who wrote Bond. Yeah. That was a very exactly. creative family. Right? Well done um, So Google that for a bit of... Um, 
extracurricular <laughs> fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, so just to give you a, um, an idea, in terms of the orchestral layout, mm. so imagine you're the conductor. Let's let's paint a mental picture. As I picture. frequently do. Oh, I'll bet you uh, On your left, you've got the first and second violins. Uh-huh. Yeah? Big chunk. Lots of violins. L- I can see them in my mind's eye. Um, and then in front of you, you've got the violas. Good. Slightly bigger violins. <laughs> it just goes inside. And then um, on your right, there are the cellos. There are the cellos there. And then behind them are the double basses. So it kind of gets bigger and bigger and bigger um, as you go Bigger around. violins all the way around. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you've got the wind instruments, etc. behind. We'll and talk about we'll that We'll talk about time. that another time. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a sort of very, very, very basic um, idea about the cello so please do research more yourselves if you, if you want to know more it's fascinating uh, yes. we're going to take you through a bunch of different pieces now written for the cello um, so some are like bigger orchestral pieces some are for solo some are for string quartet mm-hmm. and we're just going to show you different things the cello I can, do. can show you the world oh that was so bad why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a singer. <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. So, well, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's do it. Cello, cello, baby, you've got I can hear a thing. So the first piece we're going to talk about today is by a man called Shostakovich, Dmitri Shostakovich. Dmitri. <laughs> That's great, what his friends call him. Great name. Um, yeah, so it's he wrote two cello concertos over the course of his career, And I think. Shostakovich is a Russian man, yeah? He is a Russian man. He's a Russian correct. man. Um, and we're going to be talking about the first one. So it was written in 1959, so a relatively modern piece. Huh. Um, and he wrote it for a cellist, a guy called Rostropovich. <laughs> we've, we've googled so hard to find out how to pronounce his name because I thought it was hilarious because um, like he's called Shostakovich and then the other guy's called Rostropovich it's Rostropovich and I was like imagine if it was a requisite that you could only write pieces for people whose name rhymed with yours and so like Beethoven would be like uh, oh my client Schmeifplofen John Schmeifplofen uh, so good to meet you <laughs> I anyway. dreamed of this moment. Carry on. Anyway, his name doesn't really rhyme. Rostropovich, who was basically like the cello virtuoso of the 20th century. Sick. Um, had just masses and masses of pieces that are now sort of like really core repertoire for the cello written especially for him. So this concerto, he, uh, Shostakovich wrote it. Uh, Rostropovich learned it in four days, performed it, and they recorded four it two days, days later. Yeah, just like off by heart. Like, yeah, cool. That's he mad. was really good at the cello, man. <laughs> awesome. He was really good at the cello. He was real good. <laughs> he was real good. Yeah. Let's have a listen to it. Let's do oh, that. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> and then we'll have a little chat afterwards. Thank you. 
ha, 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 ha. I'm cello, do you believe me? It's the closest to the human voice, did you know? Did you know? I was completely convinced that there was a cello in the room with me. Yeah, Thanks. you got me. Yeah. <laughs> so, want to talk about that theme? That's that's the really interesting oh, thing great. that I found when I was looking into this concerto. That was lucky. Um, what this is, is basically Shostakovich's signature. Those the notes. Those, those notes, notes I just sang. Those exact same notes. So, nice. um... A little bit technical, but I'll take you through as quickly as I can. So, in the German <laughs> we writing, bored, Chris. yeah, right. In the German <laughs> transliteration of his name, his initials are D S C H, so D Shostakovich. Okay. Um, and those correspond to musical notes. So, D in German, E flat is E lowercase S, so S the letter C, and in German. B natural is an H, so you got D S C H, and those are the notes. So those, while those aren't these notes, um, this is a motif that he uses throughout lots of his writing, um, mm. and this is a, basically a distortion, like an inversion of that motif. So that little theme you kept hearing is him writing his name all over the concerto. Do you think um, when, so cool. like, when he went to the post office and they were like, right, I just need a signature here, he went ha 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 ha, and they were like. What? <laughs> it is my signature. Please leave. <laughs> you know that Maybe. he did that. Yeah, he definitely did that. Not and bad. then he... <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, right. that's absolutely right. Good. So even though this is a slight inversion of his signature, if you want to listen to a piece where it's super obvious and exactly those notes, uh, his string quartet number eight has got the notes, the DSCH notes, coming in super obviously again as a theme all the way through. Um, I just think it's really clever that you can like write your name. So clever, so cool. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. You could do that. You've got a C in your name. You've got C. Just write C C C C. <laughs> just a C C C C B C B. I've got notes. an E in mine and an okay. H. There's no K. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You can't write your name <laughs> in music. <laughs> right. So that's a little bit of Shostakovich Cello Concerto Number One. We like it, don't we? Yes, we do. Absolutely, it's <laughs> great. Is there anything else you want to chat about, or is that? That's, I think that's that's all I wanted, yeah. just to draw people's attention to that little theme. Splendid. So we're going to move on to you, and in time-honoured that classical podcast <laughs> tradition, oh, have baby. you taken a piece from the typical classical canon, Kelly? No! <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. Ria duria. Um, yes, so this piece um, is actually, I would say it's fairly well known. Mm. Um, it's called Julio. It's by uh, a cellist called Mark Summer. And um, he was in uh, a sort of very quite famous quartet, uh, a Grammy-winning quartet called the Turtle Island Quartet. A Grammy. And he was their original cellist. He was in it for like 20 years. And I think a lot of cellists these days know this piece called Julio. And it was... um, It's sort of a bit of like a showpiece, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's sort of jazzy. It's a bit jazzy, but I still feel it's classical. Um, And... (laughs) It's classical enough. If you're a fan of uh, a cappella music... Which I am. Yeah. You you probably know uh, Pentatonics. I do. Yes, they're very famous. They're excellent. And their beatboxer dude, um, what's his name again? Kevin Alushla. Kev. Good old Kev. <laughs> um, he's a cellist also. And his video, um, I think before he joined the pen, uh, Pentatonics, mm. um, was of, he, he, it went viral. It was him playing this piece, Julio, whilst beatboxing. Say what? Over the top. Say what? And uh, he does it now in their concerts quite regularly mm. and people love it. So, um, but but yeah, um, it's it's a great piece. We're so going to play you a non-beatboxy version. We're gonna... today, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to play you like a solid uh, cello version. Straight up cello. So enjoy. Enjoy. 
Yeah, it's called a little show-off piece, basically. It is. I mean, there's so many techniques in there mm. which are astoundingly difficult. I think, like, right. and they make, and I feel like that piece is great because it makes them sound easy. Explain to it, like I don't. So the, I mean, most of the beginning, <laughs> what? Um, most of the beginning, um, the the player was doing a technique called pizzicato, which is where you're just plucking. You're plucking it like a you would a guitar or whatever. Mm. Um, and it's all very intricate and fast. And I was just saying to Chris, I said, you sort of forget that it is pizzicato. You don't really, because mm, yeah, yeah. it's so well done. Um, and then um, you, you've got the, the normal kind of bowing across mm-hmm. the strings and a technique called dub, like double stops, like double stopping. <laughs> so okay. um, um, it's when you're playing more than one note at the same time. So it could, so you, you're playing two strings and it's like two different like, Melodies and I just like to point out to all the listeners, she's doing this with her hands. I'm, by the yeah, way, she's sorry. like pretending to play the cello to demonstrate <laughs> this to you, which is not that helpful. But it was great. It's great because uh, again, when we were listening just now, I said it's it sounds like two different instruments. Yeah. You know, it sounds like yeah. a sort of, um, and that's so impressive. It's it's um, it's it's difficult to make it sound that good. So um, yeah, that's it. And unfortunately, I don't. I I was looking for more information about this piece because I've I've been listening to this for about. 10 years yeah. this piece um ever since i saw it on some documentary about 
Chinese child prodigies <laughs> when I was about 15. We all have different ways of finding uh, things we out. We do, yeah. Um, and there wasn't much information, but I love it because every different version I've found has been has been played differently, as in the notes, because there's a lot of room for improvis- improvisation. Okay. Um, I think because of the sort of jazz um, roots of it, almost, um, mm. I know that certainly Mark Summer encourages the players to to kind of make of it what they want. That's cool. Um, which is really awesome. Yeah, you don't nice. really get that in classical music. Not very often, no. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I know it's, it's fairly a lot of people would say this isn't strictly classical, but I disagree. It's not their <laughs> Respectfully. podcast. Respectfully. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's awesome. that. Cello, is it me you're looking for? I can see Enough! And the third piece we're going to talk about today is Elgar's Cello Concerto. Do you know it? I do. You do. I surely do. Yeah, it's probably lovely. it's it's one of the more famous cello pieces. It's very I think. intense. It's, I like it. Yeah, it's quite dramatic. Um, yeah, mostly performed in the UK, like most of Elgar's stuff. I think it's like it's more famous in the UK than it is around think? the world. Yeah, okay. it tends to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was written in 1919, so also another 20th century piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written sort of more towards the end of Elgar's career. So uh, he was famous for, he's got a violin concerto as well. He wrote uh, Pomp and Circumstance, like yeah. Last Night at the Proms, you're going to hear a lot of Elgar. He's mm-hmm. that kind of guy. He's the man. He's the man. Um, yes, yeah, so this was uh, written towards the end of his life and career and it's sort of it's a bit more contemplative than other things he's okay. written so mm-hmm. it's a bit more it's it's an, it's another one that's sort of it's actually quite simple like compared to the Shostakovich which is sort of mm-hmm. on a technical level really really difficult this one is um like it's a bit simpler to play and allows for more sort of expression and, and oh, all great. that jazz so uh we're gonna have a little listen now um to a recording by a cellist named Jacqueline Dupre very famous who, cellist. very famous cellist sort of um uh, a pupil of Rostropovich actually and <laughs> Rostropovich I'm surprised her name didn't well. <laughs> and she's actually called Jacqueline Duprelgar <laughs> Um, and yeah. Rostropovich was so impressed when he heard Dupre playing this concerto that he removed it from his own repertoire. He was like, what? "I can't, I can't play it as well as she can, You're so I'm kidding. not going to play it anymore." Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great, which fact. is really cool. Another dinner party fact <laughs> for everyone to enjoy. Think about that while you're listening to this.
That's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that piece. Oh, the way it builds is amazing, it's isn't it? So, it like sneaks up on you, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like this really so like smoothly building that you don't even realise, and then mm. it's this incredible like crescendo and climax. <laughs> My nah. favourite word. Um, so so wonderful. I agree. Yeah. Mm. I also think it's really nice for showing the versatility of the cello. So obviously the opening really like bites deep into the register of yeah. the instrument, and then. When it, it's building up, uh, you're really like working all the way up the neck into the real high notes. And this is, yeah. you know, just string instruments generally um, are, are so fascinating because you hear the players' feelings so keenly. Mm. I feel because you can mm. put, as a player of a string instrument, you really can put yourself into it more than. Imagine, I know on the piano, you know, you can do sort of, you know, dynamics sure, and stuff, like, but you feel the cello. I feel can be so yeah. expressive and so sad, or you know, mm. and um, obviously Jacqueline Dupré is like fantastic. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I, that, I love that about the cello. Mm. I feel like you really, it's its very emotive. It really brings out yeah, yeah, what sure. the player is thinking and feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, that sounded really pretentious, <laughs> but that is genuinely yeah, what yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. That is really what I think. Um, interestingly enough, actually, the premiere of that piece was a total disaster. Um, what? It went down really badly. So uh, they basically just didn't have enough rehearsal time. So it was... Um, the first performance of it was with the London Symphony Orchestra in 1919, so the year it was written. Um, and uh, there were two conductors. There was one conductor, a guy named Albert Coates, who was conducting the majority of the programme, and then Elgar was conducting his concerto. Um, but this guy Coates just didn't really leave Elgar enough time to rehearse it. And so it was oh, just like... I know. <laughs> His, um, Elgar's wife said something like, called him a, a brute, the brutal, I've got the quote here, that brutal, selfish, ill-mannered bounder. <laughs> it is, was a bounder and a cad. It's such a great old-timey insult. Oh my gosh, a bounder. Let's bring it back. You bounder. Wow. Yeah, anyway, um, so after his first premiere, it wasn't played in the UK again for about a year, just because everyone's like, mm, oh, a bit no, rubbish. that's such a shame. Which is such a shame. And then it was actually Jacqueline Dupre in the 1960s, and so not for a few decades afterwards, and like after Elgar's death, he died in 34, I think. Yeah. Um, she then did this iconic recording of it, and mm. his music in general came into fashion in a much bigger way than sort of in the mid uh, of the middle of the 20th century. Um, but yeah, no, complete complete flop on its first album. I can't believe that. You mm. you wouldn't think... Of, I don't know. I mean, I know it's personal preference, but you wouldn't think a piece like that would be a flop. But I guess if it's crap... If you, if you played it really badly <laughs> and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Nice one. Oh, Excellent. that's so Cool. Thanks. Let's move swiftly on from that one to our last... Are you laughing because you know you've picked another weird song, I... Kelly? <laughs> this... Actually, frankly, I think this one takes the biscuit. Um... <laughs> But what have you done now? So, what is it? Uh, just for some slight background here, I, I studied Japanese for many years um, because I... Uh, At university? Well, yeah, yeah, but before university. Right. Um, actually, <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I really loved uh, Japanese series and sort of anime and stuff. And um, this piece is from a Japanese series. Now, um, before you, you you think that it's going to be rubbish, yeah. Um, the the composer for the for the music for this series is called Yoko Kano, and she's a fantastic composer. Mm. Um, she's been writing stuff for like twenty years or so, I think, more than that, and um, just really beautiful. She does fantastic classical pieces. And she does a lot of jazz as well. Mm -hmm. But I love this piece. It's called Shadow of Doubt. It was used in a series called 
Escaflowne. Oh, um, <laughs> I was 13 when I started watching this. So, uh, um, but basically, this this uh, is a piece for I, I believe it's a quartet, but it's mm. it's a very minimalist piece, I would say. Uh-huh. And by that, I just mean that it's um, very simple, very short melodies um, being very slowly layered on top of one another until so the you're, end. You're talking minimalism with a capital M. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. That's style. that is a style of classical music or style of music generally. Um, and uh, but the cello in it has always, you know, for I've it's been twelve years since I first heard this piece <laughs> and. Um, it was my first thought when I knew we were doing this episode is that I wanted to play it because again, I think you can find classical music in unlikely places. Yeah, sure. And that is the joy of this podcast for me yeah. is that I can share it. Um, <laughs> Tell the world and you probably wouldn't have heard it otherwise. Choices, so yeah. you're welcome guys. <laughs> um, here it is just to give you again, some more background. This is the baddies theme tune oh. in the series. So imagine you're in a big <laughs> floating castle trying to plan the end of the world. And you'll uh, you'll enjoy it even more. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. 
so. It's good. I like that. Yeah, I know. It's nice. I just think it's fantastic. I love that end bit where everything just like squishes together right at the end and you have everything layered over each other. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. So minimalism, just to like brief brief overview of what minimalism is it sort of it takes one idea one theme and slowly develops it by repeating it over and over again and like yeah. new ideas or new instruments are added quite often it sounds a bit more like a technical exercise it's than dull. anything I mean people like Philip Glass and um, Steve Reich are the most famous ones yeah and, like, and sometimes it works sometimes yeah. it's great um, sometimes it doesn't what I like about that though is like it keeps a lot of the melody it doesn't doesn't melodic, forget yeah. that it's meant to sound nice, nice and it's got just, it's like sort of three different parts to it which I also like and that, mm. that cello at the beginning is great so great in fact <laughs> A German rapper, and I did not know this until this week, um, a German rapper has sampled it. Bushido. Um, we just listened to it um, and slightly died inside, in a good way. Uh, here's a little excerpt. Voll Kontakt, wer hat Angst? Guck mich an, ich bin drauf. Kreuze Finger für ein W. Was ist jetzt? Du bist out. Geh, erlebe meine Stadt. Friss den Bordstein, du Keck. Fick auf deinen Scheiß-Rap für deinen neuen Sch- <laughs> That's quite enough of that. <laughs> ich bin ein German rapper. Yeah. German it. rap is the yeah, best. It's the best. The anyway, so thanks, Bushida. That's great. Um, the funny thing, actually, I was thinking about, um, as I said before we heard it, it's like the baddies piece in the in the... Uh, in the series in the anime you love so much and I was just thinking I was thinking on the way here I was like why do they always they always plan to destroy mankind and you kind of just want to like tap them on the shoulder and go like psst, psst, you're included that's in that. you <laughs> <laughs> that's you <laughs> what are you doing um, oh anyway so that's great and yeah watch that series it's Escaflona it's got a seriously it's got some great music it's a bit Stop dated now anime Look, we're a classical I'm, music podcast I'm proud <laughs> Uh, you can be as proud as you like, but we're a classical music yeah. podcast. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, it's a real, it's a real keeper that one. Cello darkness, my old friend. So here we are. That's the end of that chapter. And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> Cellos. I hope you're all feeling a little bit more informed about cellos. I know I've learned more. <laughs> and even if you haven't learned, we hope you've enjoyed. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> we've one got of a hope for one of two. Yeah. Um, I think we did. Yeah. Uh, um, we we played some really different things. Um, but I liked I liked our yeah, selection. It's great. It was good. Yeah. So if you enjoyed the show and want to listen to us do our thing in the future, please do subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us on the iTunes podcast app or any reputable podcast app, I believe you can find us. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash that classical podcast. Where else can you find us? You can find us on Instagram. <laughs> um, What's at, our Instagram name? Uh, oh God, it's at that classical insta. Well done, Kelly. I'm You're... a person who knows things. I'm a millennial. <laughs> yeah. um, We're also on Twitter, at That Classical. Um, if you did enjoy the show, please do get in touch. And also, we, if, if you want to send us a little message, um, we do have an email address. So we, we are thatclassicalemail at gmail.com. And do remember, we are bringing you one of these episodes every other Tuesday. <laughs> our favourite boy band. Every other Tuesday, our favourite boy band. Um, yeah, if yeah. you enjoy the show, please leave us uh, a rating on iTunes. That a little would be review. really great, guys. Um, please do, just, uh, yeah, on, on iTunes. I think you can do it on other podcast apps as well. Um, but we'd really yeah. appreciate that very much. All right. Thanks very much for listening. See you next time. Bye. And I say go, go, go. Oh, no. You.
say goodbye, and I say, Jello. Stop!